Welcome to the panel discussion, Risk Management, the Core of Continuous Monitoring, sponsored by Three Wire Systems. Here's today's moderator, John Gilroy. Welcome and thanks for joining us. My guest today is Ryan Latre, Chief Technology Officer at Three Wire Systems. You know, Ryan, there's lots of talk these days about comply to connect, commonly known as C2C. How would you define that concept? Uh, I would define comply to connect as a fundamentally governmental term. I think they define that in the NDAA. Um, but to me, it means point um, or product point technology or point product technology, where it automates the enforcement of policy. It, it creates the control infrastructure and in what we've come to know as discover, enforce, and audit um, different things in your environment. Another common term that's, you know, I think correlated with Comply to Connect would be network access control. And uh, that's probably the most common term. And uh, if you can think of a diagram, John, it's, it's about having a, a circle or a traffic cop that anything on your network, anything in cybersecurity kind of goes through this thing and says, can I do this? Can I do that? Um, what am I allowed to do? What am I not allowed to do? And at the end of the day, the bottom line, it's just a collection point for multiple features that takes in all the inputs from the sensors and makes determinations on what you can and cannot do inside the environment. You know, Ryan, we just talked about C2C. Now, how is that contrasted with continuous monitoring? So, I, I believe it contrasts with continuous monitoring as at the highest level, continuous monitoring is the what, um, and C2C, or Comply to Connect, is the how. Um, it becomes sort of a discussion of, of what came first, the chicken or the egg. So in order for me to determine what I need to do on my network or what is allowed to be done on my network, I must first decide what is allowed by policy and governance. So in a driving test example, it'd be if I want to get my license when I'm 15 or 16 years old, and I go to the, I go to the, the DMV, I take a test, I, I take a written test, I take a driving test, I have to do all that kind of stuff. And then those are the, the comply to connect pieces of what it would be a network. Those are the things that I have to do or the hooks that are going to enforce the fact that in order for me to drive the law states that I need to do X, Y, and Z. So let's take this driving concept a little bit and then uh, amplify it a little bit. So uh, continuous monitoring is the policy, maybe the state rules for driving and the C2C are, is actually physical implementing those rules on the road itself. Is that, is that a good way to look at it? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. You know, the, the policy, the governance is the continuous monitoring policy. The comply to connect are the tools that are able to enforce, audit, and automate those policies. When I think about C2C, for some reason, I keep thinking about the Pentagon and military applications, but this isn't just for the military, is it? Absolutely not. This is for any organization, and it's not just for cybersecurity or a cyber perspective either. I think we see it every single day in anything that we do. So, um... Let's talk about the commercial world and the civilian world and, and the military. So uh, are the people in the commercial world thinking about these concepts too, or is it just the military and the federal government? I think everyone's you know, truly thinking about the, these scenarios. I, I was, and, and, and in fact, driving in today, I'm, I'm listening to a pretty good uh, segment um, in, in, in cybersecurity, and it, and it talks about how we have all these data troves and these data brokers and all this commercialization of advertising and how Ultimately, we protect oil fields a whole heck of a lot better than we protect our own data. <laughs> and, the, and the ability for the hackers and the activists and everyone else to come in and exploit that is just, is just ridiculous. Um, no one's really caught up with this fact yet. So if we know continuous monitoring is the policy and the C2C is the applied policy, kind of like applied engineering, there seems to be a lot of confusion with these two terms. I would agree, absolutely, tons of confusion. Um, I think there's probably three main drivers of sources of those confusion. I think it begins with uh, the NDA, uh, the National Defense Authorization Act in you know, 2017, 
um, which stated the plan for information security, continuous monitoring capability, and comply to connect policy. So right there, we, we have an official document that's contrary to what we're kind of talking about, and I believe a little contrary to logic, um, because they're calling comply to connect the policy and continuous monitoring the capability. Now, you could argue semantics and lexicons inside the English language. Um, the entropy's crazy on that, but uh, you know, at its at its at its small at the, at the most root concept of a comply to connect. Yes, I suppose you could say it's a policy because if you have a computer that doesn't have a domain account and it doesn't have a patch, then it can't connect. That's technically a policy. But you know, the continuous monitoring policy, which overarches the entire thing, the fact that you even need to have a domain controller, the fact that you even need to even check that authentication and those protocols or that security posture, in effect. Is, is backwards, right? So that goes into the second driver is just recent released in 2019, the NDAA. It referred back to the 2017 NDAA and said you shall do um, continuous monitoring and cybersecurity scorecard and puts it in a context that it's policy again. So to me, that's extremely confusing. Um, and then the third is, is a little bit of, of Orionism or I'll call it a Latreism. I like to say it's, it's the layer nine of the seven layer OSI model. And the fact that there's a lot of feelings tied up in all this because it's a ubiquitous term that has not been clearly defined. It's like cloud, cybersecurity. John, I just read a, a cybersecurity definition document that was 58 pages long by universities just to define what cybersecurity was. They did a semantic analysis across anything ever written about cyber and cybersecurity to determine what does it really mean. All right, once you have a scorecard, all of a sudden you have points of evaluation and comparison, and this gets to be kind of political rather than focusing on the cybersecurity itself, doesn't it? Absolutely. That's the layer eight I didn't mention <laughs> in the previous comment. <laughs> the politics of the situation. So I guess in Washington, D.C., you can't avoid the politics. So uh, we have scorecards, we have policies, and we have uh, engineering principles for this uh, type of uh, uh, connect to comply. Uh, let's take a little break, come back, we'll talk about automation and how automation affects this whole process. My guest today is Ryan Latre, Chief Technology Officer at 3Wire Systems. I'm your moderator, John Gilroy, on the discussion, Risk Management, the core of continuous monitoring. Sponsored by 3Wire Systems on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. 3Wire Systems, along with Dell EMC, protects and connects America's most important investments. From people on the front line to technology systems online. Three Wires human focus includes veteran reintegration, active duty coaching, behavioral predictive analytics, and support for military families. Three Wires technology focus includes cloud migration, agile software development, continuous monitoring, cybersecurity, and case management systems. To learn more, visit threewiresys.com or search Three Wire Systems. Welcome back to the discussion, Risk Management, the Core of Continuous Monitoring, sponsored by Treewire Systems on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. My guest today is Ryan Latre, Chief Technology Officer of Treewire Systems. I'm your moderator, John Gilroy. You know, a one big concept I see going on in the federal government today is automation and the increase in automation of so many different things. Now, this can be a two-edged sword. So what about automation and audits and interoperability and this whole concept of risk mitigation? How does this all fit together? So I think, uh, you know, at the speed of cyber, which is essentially the speed of light, that's how fast things move. The only constant thing is change. So in order to keep up with this change, to keep up with the volume and, and, and veracity of the data coming in and, and the, the, the metrics and to get the filtering out of the white noise with everything else, automation is key. It's no longer an, an option. It's absolutely a necessity if you want to even come close to defending against your adversaries. So you have a CM policy and you have a point solution. It it, uh, it could be a recipe for disaster in many ways, can't it? 
Well, oftentimes it, it usually is. That's why we're seeing increased number of attacks. That's why we see the fact that these organizations continue to pour money, continue to put resources into trying to secure themselves. They, they, they're, they're, not, they're, they're missing a fundamental uh, premise that they have all of these sensors. They've taken advantage of investing all this money, all this time into trying to do things the right way with these point products, but they haven't tied together with a very solid continuous monitoring policy that takes all of that sensor data information, puts it together so that they can make better business decisions. So as far as risk mitigation goes and making better business decisions, you know, everyone's moving to the cloud. It seems like, you know, uh, DOD, they're talking about uh, comply to connect and the cloud. It, it seems like you can't really move to the cloud effectively without a C2C policy. I, I truly believe that. Um, and more of a continuous monitoring policy because moving to the cloud doesn't, I mean, a lot of, that's another misunderstanding. It's another big term like cybersecurity, like we just talked about, or even CM and, and C2C. You're not, going to the cloud is not this big utopia of everything and just because I went there, I'm now secure. It's just your, your operators are operating in a different environment away from where they're usually operating. So all the same stuff applies. You really need to understand your environment. So when it comes to defining cybersecurity, it gets kind of um, um, malleable, difficult in the whole cloud environment, doesn't it? I mean, that's why continuous monitoring really has to take effect because of this, all these changes and dynamic uh, uh, systems being spun up and spun down it gets confusing, I would think. Absolutely, not only does it get confusing, you have different sensors and you have to integrate with those sensors to capture that data that you need to make those continuous decisions. So you're continuously monitoring your network, but at the same time, you're continuously monitoring your organization, your business functions to ensure that your policy is mapping to that and actually complementing your business instead of impeding it. We know that uh, military sites are being attacked on a daily and hourly basis all the time, and that's probably one of the imperatives for a continuous monitoring. Um, so is this, is, is this a balance you have to have with the point solutions and, and the policy, and, and what happens if the policy change? What happens if there's a direct influence in the number of IoT devices or number of endpoints? This has got to be a difficult to maintain. It is very difficult to maintain, especially with the layer the layer uh, eight and the layer nine we've already talked about with the, the politics and feelings because you get people in the organization that have spent uh, enormous amounts of time and credibility to put in a solution. It's, 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 a, it's a convergence, right? So the point products and the policy work together. They have to. Um, and, and if they don't, then you have, you have a lot of gaps, holes, and that's why you actually get it. You, you, once you get attacked, um, they are actually able to extract information from you and hurt you and harm your business. You know, uh, people love scorecards in this town. You can go up to Capitol Hill, a scorecard for everything. And sometimes I think people worry about check marks in a scorecard than managing risk. And so this risk management has to take place in an environment that includes a scorecard, but includes, you know, actually protecting the assets in front of you. Absolutely, but in order to protect assets in front of you, John, you've got to understand what assets you have in front of you. Um, and I think that's, that's one of the things that we're doing at 3Wire and, and our strategic partners is we're trying to go back to, instead of a C2C, we're going to a B2B, right? It's a back to the basics campaign that allows our customers and our partners to truly understand what they're trying to protect. It, makes no, it, make, it doesn't make any sense to spend a million dollars to protect a $5 car, right? You, you've got to understand your environment. You've got to understand how everything inside your environment affects your business affects your mission, and then how that's vulnerable or not vulnerable to outside entities. And people who are watching this or listening to this know that there's outages every day and things have to reset. And so you have to put this into the risk management perspective, which it's difficult to put on a scorecard. 
It's absolutely difficult to put on a scorecard. I think a scorecard oftentimes will give you a false sense. It's going to give you that false sense of security or, or play into that, 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 I guess, the, the aurora that, you know, compliance equals security. And I, and I think that that, that's, that plays into the fact that you think you're more secure than you actually are. Therefore, you, you, don't, you don't want to look at it. You don't want to know. So when you meet with people in the commercial world or in the government or the military, and you ask them what their continuous monitoring policy is, can they articulate it? Oftentimes, they, they have a policy. Um, you know, the NIST standards require that they have one. Their, their regulatory agencies that, that monitor their business say they have one. But when we look at it, it hasn't been updated in a couple years. Um, it's not taking into account all the new sensors and point products they just purchased. So they have all this extra capability that they could be automating and monitoring, but they're not. So when it comes to monitoring, I think you have to start from a base point where you know what's on your system. Is that what your organization can do or what a best practice is? Start with what's existing before you move on? Absolutely. That's what we do at 3Wire. We don't want to go in and say, you need this tool and that tool and some other tool. You know, the first discussion needs to be, like you just mentioned, let's look at your continuing monitor, continuous monitoring policy. Let's figure out what you currently have investments in. Let's figure out what data you could actually obtain right now. And let's start using some of that to make a determination. Um, oftentimes, I'll go into an organization and they'll say they, they think they know what they have in their environment. And I'll ask them, so is it an agent-based point product solution? And if the answer is yes, we, we immediately start talking about how does that affect your baseline now? Because all an adversary has to do is compromise one of those agents reporting. And now your bottom line denominator's off. Your reporting metrics that you're reporting up through the chain are all off, which is really propagating that sense of false security. And Ryan, you could have a great scorecard. <laughs> and the reality is you're porous. Absolutely. And you know, there is no such thing as perfect security. Um, there are some computer scientists that may argue um, that, that, that with uh, the Shamir's Shemir, secret sharing algorithm. But at the end of the day, there's always humans. And when there's humans involved in the organization, there, there, there will never be perfect security. So you interact with other companies and you have specific tools that can alleviate this problem of uh, scorecard versus reality? We, we, have an, we, we actually, we, we partner with very strategic companies. Um, we, we try to go with the latest and greatest, the bleeding edge, the two guys in a garage, and couple that with the big, the big companies. You know, like Dell EMC is an ecosystem that enables innovation that I've never seen before. Um, the, fact that the, the fact they take care of their customers like we do, we see eye to eye, and we go in and we partner together and provide the best solutions on the planet to, to conquer this problem. And again, it's that back to the basics problem of let's stop. Let's not request or let's not recommend you make this initial huge investment. Let's just see what you got right now. Let's figure it out. Take a look at what's going on, assess, and then decide what the next step is. And, and keeping, in, in, there's a scorecard involved, but still that's not the focus, is it? It shouldn't be the focus. <laughs> I think oftentimes it becomes the focus, but the real focus is, um, am I actually secure? And am I protecting my data? And can I operate in this contested environment? My guest today is Ryan Latre, Chief Technology Officer of 3Wire Systems. I'm your moderator, John Gilroy, on the discussion, Risk Management, the Core of Continuous Monitoring, sponsored by 3Wire Systems on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. 3Wire Systems, along with Dell EMC, protects and connects America's most important investments, from people on the front line to technology systems online. 3Wire's human focus includes veteran reintegration, active duty coaching, behavioral predictive analytics, and support for military families. 3Wire's technology focus includes cloud migration, agile software development, continuous monitoring, cybersecurity, and case management systems. To learn more, visit 3WireSys.com or search 3Wire Systems. 
Welcome back to the discussion, Risk Management, the Core of Continuous Monitoring, sponsored by Three Wire Systems on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. My guest today is Ryan Latre, Chief Technology Officer at Three Wire Systems, and I'm your moderator, John Gilroy. Now, we talked about continuous monitoring earlier, and I keep thinking of software development, and there's a term in agile software development called technical debt. And I think you have kind of an interesting uh, take on this concept of debt when it comes to risk management, don't you? I like to think I do. <laughs> um, so, you know, technical debt in the sense of agile development is, hey, I, I come across a problem, I decide to uh, pass that problem to my future self um, in hopes of getting it done quicker. So I've, 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 I've accumulated this debt that eventually I have to go back and patch that hole. I have to go back and fix that thing. When we talk about risk debt, when we start doing things in cybersecurity, we, we, we often make those, those, those trade-offs all the time, especially in troubleshooting. Security Operations Center are known for this. The, uh, the mission is calling for, I need this today. I have to have this right now. I cannot wait. So therefore, in the name of the mission or the specific business function, I make a decision to do an any, any, open, open, or I, I, I do this or I do that. I forget to go back and patch those holes. And that just propagates daily on scales that are exponential. And then how do I ever find the time to go back and fix those? I don't. What I do is I get a point product that says it can fix it. It goes in and fixes one small problem by introducing 10 more. When you talk to software developers, they, they know what has to be accomplished in the final product, and they have a trade-off with what they call technical debt. And so you realize you must have 10 things in order to uh, manage the risk, but you're under time constraint. So what you do is you include that in a later iteration to bake it in rather than bolt it on. Is that right? That's absolutely right. But John, if you've taken the time to do a, a very thorough and extraordinary continuous monitoring policy, you catch all those in real time. If you've done a great job of employing your investments and your new investments for point products to do a solid comply to connect policy, all that risk debt is mitigated. It just, it just decreases exponentially because now your automated, your automated tools are fixing those things for you so you don't have to remember to go back and fix them. We talked about technical debt and, and um, different concepts here. There's a company in town called MITRE and they have this framework called ATTACK. How does that fit in this discussion? Attack is a great framework. That is essentially the tactics, techniques, and procedures that adversaries will use to exploit vulnerabilities inside networks. There's a lot of other frameworks out there too that do that. Um, but if you have a strong continuous monitoring policy, and it boils down to this, so you know what you have. The, the, the issue with attack framework is not the attack framework itself. The issue is how do I take what the attack framework is telling me inside my enterprise and do something with it? How do I make that information executable inside my space? If I don't know what I have, and the attack framework says that application X is vulnerable by Y, and I don't know how many application X's or Y's I have inside my environment in any reasonable amount of time, how can I possibly guard against it, right? So the attack framework, very, very awesome. The ability to, in, the ability to use it, um, that's where a lot of organizations are falling, falling short. And that brings back the discussion of a point solution that, that may just address one small part of it but not see the entire picture. Absolutely. You, you, and, and, and even, even if you have a point product that you absolutely like that's looking at one specific feature set inside your network, it's always a good idea to have more than one thing looking at anything, right? And, and all you computer science guys out there listening to this, you know, that's the whole Byzantine Empire problem. You definitely want to make sure you get a consensus on what you're looking at. And uh, just because you solve a problem today doesn't mean that 
tomorrow someone else can knock on your door with a new exploit and you have to go back to the start of the framework and back to continuous monitoring and, and how to remediate the problem and maybe bring up the attack framework again, is that right? Absolutely, you, you hit on another point, our adversaries are constantly changing. I think remember in the first segment we talked about the only constant thing is change and the, the attackers are doing the same thing. So the MITRE framework or any framework that's publicly available in the open source, they're looking at that and saying, oh, well, they're on to me. So now I've got to change this tactic just slightly. And that's what we call it, a zero days and an advanced persistent threats and all that type of thing. When you look at remediation, is it possible that you have a new attack and you deploy a change, but that change can have uh, unintended consequences on other systems that may make them more vulnerable? So this is, has to be orchestrated somehow, doesn't it? Absolutely, and it happens all the time. That cascading effect, you can introduce the latest and greatest point product that'll, that'll collate or collect all the information about a certain thing with administrative or escalated privileges, and all of a sudden you've just introduced an entire new threat vector inside your space completely unintentionally. Uh, let's loop back and talk more about Dell. So you must work carefully with Dell. Dell has a lot of hardware, a lot of software, a lot of products that'll allow you to, uh, to apply your solution. Is that how Dell fits in? Absolutely. They also bring in the credibility, right? A company like Dell Technologies with the innovation history that they have, the investments that they make all over the industry allows us to to, to not start reinventing the wheel every single time we go into these customers. You know, we go in starting off with what they already have invested, understanding what they already have invested and working very, very closely with all the Dell technologists and Dell AMC teams to truly understand how to springboard where they are today instead of going back to ground zero and saying, well, you know, let's take a look at what you have and let's tabletop that. That's not what we have to do. That, that's what they offer us. It's a tremendous capability for both us and the customer to, to extremely uh, take uh, the, you know, the value proposition and propel it forward. You mentioned there are computer science majors out there, and I hope they're watching and listening carefully. Um, would they look at this attack framework and view it as an iteration, and it should be redone every six or eight months? I think they would argue that it's going to be redone at the millisecond level, John, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, the tactics are changing all the time. And, and once, once you know a tactic, now it becomes a heuristic uh, uh, search problem, right? So you're just looking for it as it happens. And, and oftentimes, a lot of the theorists in this industry say that if you're playing defense, you're already losing. I don't necessarily subscribe to that entire, that entire train of thought, but I, I definitely think that it's worth a conversation. There's a lot of, of, of conversations going on right now in the world um, in OCO and DCO and how they relate and how they don't relate. And uh, it's very important to, to dig into that and, and really have a future discussion about it. Is this concept of uh, C2C and continuous monitoring, is this being discussed at larger conferences like RSA? Every conference I've been to, and you look at the vlogs, they're always talking about this problem. This is a constantly changing problem. How do I do this? How do I ensure that my, my network is being secured and how am I automating it to alleviate and repurpose some of my human assets to do more human-centric things versus just discerning white noise. I'd like to thank today's guest, Ryan Latre, Chief Technology Officer, Three Wire Systems. I'm your moderator, John Gilroy, and you're listening to Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Three Wire. Thank you for listening to the panel discussion, Risk Management, the Core of Continuous Monitoring, sponsored by Three Wire Systems on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Three Wire Systems, along with Dell EMC, protects and connects America's most important investments, from people on the front line to technology systems online. 
Three Wires Human Focus includes veteran reintegration, active duty coaching, behavioral predictive analytics, and support for military families. Three Wires Technology Focus includes cloud migration, agile software development, continuous monitoring, cybersecurity, and case management systems. To learn more, visit threewiresys.com or search Three Wire Systems.